Another episode, another new episode you, of Two Tones. You gotta get more energy, that man. It's the first episode of the year. What's up, uh, let me, everybody? Let me, do that, let me do that one more time. Do it. What's good, everybody? It's another episode of Two Tones. <laughs> the first one of the year. First Strikes. one of the year, man. Drop the fake air horns. Listen, man. It's our first episode of the year. Um, we haven't recorded all January. This is the beginning of February, Black History Month, aka. We let y'all live. We let y'all live for a month. We let y'all live for a month. You know, let, let the streets cool off for a month. Um, Black History Month, <laughs> aka the shortest month of the year, aka Black Hi- Black Panther Month, aka hey. Valentine's Day Month, aka everything else Super Bowl AKA Month, aka All Star <laughs> Weekend Month, aka Super Bowl, aka Have a Nice Day Suede dropping, aka everything dropping. Man, we talking a lot everything. Of things dropping. Justin Timberlake, Tw- Swoop, everybody. We talking everything. Um, however, we're gonna start it off. How you been, bro? People here for a month. How you been? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm out here chilling, man. Just so y'all know, our schedule's been kind of my my work schedule's kind of conflicting with the recording schedule, so that's why yeah, that episode. Because you know he out here in these streets and whatnot, with selling that work, selling that work. You know what I mean? But um, nah, I ain't selling that work. Selling nah. his body, but it's all we are gonna pray <laughs> out of that. <laughs> that's what you gonna do? This nigga said, hey, he ain't selling his work. He's selling his body. <laughs> You know, wow, wow, I'm gonna let you, you get that and, one off. You and your cougars, you know. Nah, I, I, nah, I, I'm looking for sugar mama actually, but I'm a man of God, I don't do that. But listen, that wouldn't be a bad catch. That wouldn't be, be a bad more. J. Listen, man, E what? E harmony, what you say? I said B more, hashtag B more. B more. Oh, Baltimore, that's what he got? <laughs> Baltimore? See? Nah, you nah, nah, listen, you, man. You ain't even ready to be more. All man. the sugar mamas, all the 60 and above listeners who probably not listen to the show, but if you know how to get to SoundCloud, <laughs> if you even got a smartphone, and 50, I do my, I start 50 and up. What are we doing? Listen, I, this is all a joke. What are you doing? No, no, you said I was selling my body. I had to make a joke of it. Um, but seriously, my work schedule, y'all. I got a new job, so my work schedule is like. Congrats to Tony Lee on a new job. Yeah, amen, amen. Give God all the grace. I get, give God, God all, all the praise. glory. All the glory. He got my shianta. But listen, um, I got a new and job now. We don't so. have an interpreter, so we're gonna edit that out. <laughs> and that's another thing. You niggas gotta stop speaking in tongues with no interpreters around. Y'all love doing that, but yeah, okay. y'all means you. No. Okay, I jokingly do. I don't. Well, I don't know. Do I really do? It? Okay, but listen, I got a new job, so that's that's conflicting with my recording schedule. So we haven't been able to record the way we wanted to. So like, we got to really push everything back in a way. But we still trying to give it to y'all the best way we can. But I've been cool, man. Besides the new job, I thank God for that. I've been chilling. A lot of music coming out. Um, yeah, it's a lot of music coming out. It's, it's cuff season, isn't it? Cuff season. It's, it's uh, February right now. It's almost it's uncuff season. Mm, almost. It's about to be. It's about to be. It's about to be on cup season, yeah. Um, Valentine's Day and all that coming up. Um, the Devil's Holiday, you know, black, black church folks say anything. The pagan, the pagan holiday, Valentine's Day. <laughs> church folks mean anything deep. Cupid was. A, I'm like, okay, uh, okay. But um, no, nah, I mean, I've been good. I've been good. The devil ain't a creator, so no day is his day. But I digress. I mean, but people call it the people who actually are influenced by him create these days. I guess that's where they get the pagan holiday. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. Christmas, Thanksgiving, all these. They call them pagan holidays. I don't know. Sometimes you celebrate them without any guilt. People celebrate them and don't mind it. Some people don't celebrate them. I don't know. I don't know how we get to this part of the show. But again, I'm Tony yeah. Lee. Follow me on Twitter at Tony Lee, T-O-N-Y-L-W underscore. And follow me on Instagram. You can follow Tony Timberlake on Tony Timberlake 3 on Twitter. Yep. And Instagram and Twitter. And you can also follow this show at 2 Two Tones Please on follow Twitter. the show. The Go number comment. 2 
T-W-O-T-O-N-E-S. And on Instagram, straight two tone. So comment, rate, subscribe. We got a new record out there. We both rapped on. We, we cleaned every rapper Ooh. you ever can think of. We both spit a hot 16. So um, y'all get that. You know what I mean? So we here, man. We back again. We back again. And since we've been yeah, back, um, the Grammys have uh, aired and everything. We Obviously, we didn't record right after, but we're going to still talk about them. Um, yeah, end of the day, Kung Fu Kenny and Bruno Mars cleaned up, man. Definitely. Yeah, that's it pretty was much. the Kung Fu Kenny and Bruno show. Yeah, or like Erica, a friend of the show, likes to say, Bruno Lamar and, and Kendrick Mars. They that's that's what you wanted to win, and that's who really won. Um, yeah, Bruno took the three that, important awards. Okay, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah he took talk, record right. of the year. I think song of the song year, of and the album, year, and of album of the year. Yeah, Bruno cleaned up, and this we're gonna get to the Bruno conversation, which I think is stupid, but how Jay-Z, very stupid. So end of the day, Kendrick. So, let, we let's, start let's start with performances, then let's go into awards. So let's Kendrick, talk about Kendrick opening the show. Kendrick killed Kendrick's Kendrick up. This is the best two performers in rap at the moment. Kendrick Lamar and Kanye West. Yep. Best two, period. Right? And the way Kendrick opened that show with the satire, Dave Chappelle, and yes. he performed different verses, if you notice, over different from different songs. He performed mm-hmm. Triple X over Lust, instrumental. Like the way Kendrick opened that show up, the artistic ability and the lyrical and the Breath control. Kendrick is a master of his craft, man, and he opened the show up perfectly. If you ask me, so. Dope yeah, man. Intro. What was the record with the um the dancers where they were getting shot off, assassinated? That's what the record, record with J Rock. That? That's the new record. Uh, Kings okay. did from the uh the Black Panther soundtrack, which we'll be talking about soon. But uh, yep. yeah, that's one with J Rock and Future. Future does a dumb rendition, <laughs> whatever he's doing on that track. Uh. But um, <laughs> yeah. But Kendrick killed it, man. I, I loved it. Kendrick really opened it with a bang. He's like he's just the norm now. It's just Kendrick's like LeBron and me. I think when it comes to people, he always mm-hmm. does so good that we don't even appreciate or we're like, oh, that's Kendrick. Oh, that's LeBron. Because technically, LeBron get MVP every year. Technically, Kendrick would get Album of the Year in Rap Album of the Year every year. But mm-hmm. it's like I think we under you know undervalue it. Like, oh, it was dope, but you know that's Kendrick. It's like, nah, this is really what we're witnessing. Is like start taking greatness for granted. Yeah, I, I really think that when it comes to Kendrick and people like LeBron and mm-hmm. so forth. Um, so yeah, what do you think about it, man? No, man, I thought the performance was excellent. Uh, very well thought out. Very well paced. Um, very powerful imagery as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, thought it was really dope. Um, and you always get dopeness from Kenny, so that wasn't unexpected. I was I was shocked to see Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle won a Grammy. He did for comedy album, right? Something like that. Yeah. I ain't know that. They need a podcast section, man. We need to be. Yeah, so we can get a Grammy. Yo, dog. We get a Grammy. You can think I won a Grammy. Nah, but um, what you think about Bruno and Cardi, man? I didn't really see that performance. I've seen memes of it. People. Okay, so um, (laughs) the Bruno portion of the performance was Bruno. Okay, it was a fun performance overall. I'll say that the The video was fun. Of course, the video was fun. The performance was fun. He had finesse spelled out in big letters style, like in Living Color, so he kept with the video thing. Yeah. Um, I, it was just a fun moment. I was glad. Like, honestly, watching that, I wasn't really picking Cardi apart, um, looking for anything to pick her apart with. I just was like, yo, she's really come mad far in two years. She, she's her lead To go in two from yeah. being an Instagram personality to being on national TV with Love & Hip Hop to having one of the probably one of the biggest records of 2017. A number one single. A number one song. A number one single. Um, probably the biggest rap song of the year. Yeah. Probably. At least arguably. Yeah. 
Like, man. And, and then on, stage on the freaking the Grammys with, with a Mark. guy who cleaned up Grammys. That, that That's insane. Body and Atlantic, Atl- <laughs> Atlantic is setting her up amazingly in terms and, of getting eyeballs on her. So whenever they put a project out, she's now associated with Bruno Mars. And she's going on tour, Bruno. Like, she's going on tour, the world tour. And wow. they coming to do it. Yeah, yeah. She's about to leave Offset. Yeah. Sorry, Offset. She's about to bounce. I don't know. She should have been left him because, uh, I mean. She should have, but she's about but to why leave would she him. leave him? Migos just as big. If not, like, so. That's, we got to talk about Migos' album, too. But No, we don't. Yes, we don't have to. But it, I'm going to give a quick review. This, is, this ain't a review, a real review. It's a lot of songs that sound the same. It's like one or two joints that catch. But it's a typical Migos album. You know, one record to catch, like Madame Bougie maybe. I do love Stir Fry. I'll say that. I, I know love you love Stir that record. Fry. Yeah, I know you love that record. That's my record. I like the record with Takeoff. He's at the end. I forgot what it's called. He's rapping by himself. That's dope. Um, the Drake oh, record. He didn't, get, he didn't get left off? Nah, he didn't get left off. Whatever that was. He made sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, the, the Beagles album, eh, it's, it's, I skimmed through it. It ain't nothing really caught me. It's like a lot of the sonic that he sounded the same, same cadence and tempos, which is Meagles, but I don't know. I guess I was expecting them to up it a notch, but um. But yeah, you said leave an offset. I mean, Migos is the biggest rap group, biggest group in the world right now. Like group, okay. ain't much groups, but they're a big group. Right? You know what I mean? So um, top. We're gonna talk group. about the Migos a little bit later. In this yeah, we definitely talk about them. But so. Cardi and Bruno, man, that performance. I ain't catch nothing else. I heard Childish was dope. Did you um, see Scissors? I, I've heard of Scissors. I, I heard. I, I was at work. They said her outfit looked like it put it through a paper shredder and changed their mind halfway through, so pulled it back out. Come on, man! Y'all gotta chill. <laughs> <laughs> but you, she, she lost. Uh, well, we gotta keep. We're gonna keep it on, on performances for now. Um, yeah, are we you, can we can transition now because I'm pretty much done talking performances. We okay, best new artist, man. SZA lost. We not I think even she just won. that. Let's talk about SZA as a whole. She didn't win any of the Grammys she was nominated for. Do you feel like she was snubbed? Uh, snub is such a strong uh, word to say. Mm-hmm. It's, it, there's intention behind snub. Like someone purposely did it. I don't think that's the case. Um, yeah. I think she just. Lost. Should she should she have won? I think she she should have won best new artist. However, Alessia Cara won. She had a big yeah. single call here. Remember that record? She was at the party. Yeah. And now, Khal- but Khalid was also nominated Khalid, for best new artist. Lil Uzi Vert. Like it was it was some people in there who they really made a lot him of. Off. No, stop it. They could have. Nah, Uzi had a big hit. It, it it was a lot of people in there that made a lot of noise. So I'm not really surprised. Even Alessia Car- Alessia Cara. Here was the last single that the urban world knows of, but she had mad, big, huge pop records. I'm talking about 300 million streams plus with Calvin yeah. Harris, David Guetta. She's in that exactly. world. Like, exactly. That's why she won Best New Artist, people. She's big. And it's not, the awards are not your favorite artists. Like, it's not based on them being your favorite. And yes, SZA is a lot of people's favorite. Yeah. And she's yeah. a favorite of ours, but you have to look at the whole context of the music industry in 2017. Yeah. And Alicia Carr, she was everywhere. Generated a lot of dollars, yeah, and but lot, the thing and is, got a lot of ears on her. SZA had a complete album, I think, it's which Alicia didn't. I think, which was the argument, which I think I can understand that SZA control is fire. And SZA, if you talk about Cardi, not as big, but SZA came out of nowhere, not really out of nowhere because she had a lot of EPs and all that. But SZA kind of, she out of here. That album put her like, you know, because usually people who come on a so on an indie label when a woman a male comes out R and B singer, it's like, oh, they dope, cool. But she came out, and now she's, like, streaming up there with Beyonce and Rihanna in terms of, like, the most streamed woman. Mm. Like, like SZA, like, hit, you know, st- struck gold. They did with TDE. So, and the music deserves it. Deservedly so. But I think, 
it wasn't so much of a snub. Alessia Cara on that side, she's a very big artist. Don't have an album, I think. So I get that argument. But you talk about best new artists, and she's everywhere on the radio and the commercials. Since this too, she's just now starting with the Gap commercials and stuff. I'm not mm-hmm. surprised or mad at that. I think Scissor should have won. If you're talking about quality of music, which, like you said, the Grammys don't just look at your quality. Sometimes they look at streams, the income, who knows. Do we you. know you? Yeah. Yeah. And Alessia Carr is known in that poppy world. Trust me, she's she's the songs of Calvin Harris and David Guetta and Zed. Like, like are you like you're out of here with them? So I, I don't, you know, I'm not too mad at that. Um, mm-hmm. Best rap album, man. Kendrick took that home. I ain't too yep. mad at that either. I'm not either. Jay lost, but we're going to get to the Jay snubs when we talk about album of the year. But full forwards. I, I do have a question about Jay that I want to bring up. Do you think okay. that he should have gotten his Icon Award on the air? Yeah. Because he did not. I'm surprised it wasn't on air. I thought he was going to get this award on air. They was going to you know, salute him, congratulate him. Like yeah. Tina Turner, too, got one. I thought they was going to do that mm-hmm. on air. Like, why did they do that? Like, like, that makes sense. That should be on air. Just because of the type of award it is. And somebody like that showing up with his kids and his wife, you know, it's like, all right, I'm here. At least uh, do it on the air. You get what I'm saying? Like, I, I would appreciate that. But Jay lost best rap album. Tyler lost. Rhapsody lost. And um, who else is in there? Uh, it was Migos. Migos. Migos is in there. Um, yeah. So Kendrick won. I'm not surprised at that because um, this album was his and commercial. I'm not mad at it either. I'm not mad at it either. Like, it was a great album. And, and commercially, this album broke him out. So it's yeah. like, I, I'm not, and 4 for 4 was good, good album, but you're talking about in terms of resonating with people commercially and like culturally, for a moment here and there, but Kendrick stuck with it, with the videos, with the singles. Jay had the talk with the OJ and the Jewish people line, boom, black empowerment, but that was kind of like, it seemed like a Twitter thing, a circle. It didn't seem like it was culturally, or should I say, uh, commercially resonating. Like, immediately after Damn came out, you heard DNA being used on NBA video game soundtracks. Yeah, so... Too. Opening Humble. the song for opening night. Humble was playing. He opened the college the national championship. Like ESPN had <laughs> used DNA and Humble a ton through this year. Like this is very culturally relevant. And Kendrick has this is with they might be the second and third records that have done this, but All Right was the first one. Yeah, that kind of have transcended. Even I, I was used by the NBA as well. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, so, you got you know you got to it's not. I don't think it, in that it wasn't really a, a still away. I'm not mad at that. It's not like, oh, how did Kendrick win? I mean, you kind of understand. I wouldn't be mad if Jay won either. I'm like, okay, Jay won, but yeah. I think Kendrick should have won and he won. So, um, song of the year, record of the year, Bruno took those home. Yeah, I, I know it was like humble and stuff in there. I know Kendrick took took best rap collaboration with Rihanna, something like that, yep. with a loyalty. But um, oh yeah, the, I forgot about that performance. Did you see the Cali? Uh, Rihanna I, Bryson Tiller performance? I didn't see that, but I heard she was in the Guava Guava. Yeah, she did. Guada, Guada. People called it the stanky leg. That's a South African joint. Guada <laughs> yes. Guada. Hey, Guada Guada. That's my record. Um, hey. But yeah, she was up there. Rihanna looked beautiful as usual. I mean, Kendrick, Kendrick cleaned up. And album of the year, Bruno Mars Take It Home. Now, this was the whole people People think Jay was snubbed for the night. I can probably see that argument like intentionally because like they were saying he was talking all that on the album. We don't need the system. Black people rise up, and it's like, well, they're gonna mm. tell you what. But I'm like, did that really impact the Grammy but, board? Like the only thing, the only thing with that is, like, you have to. The, the only way I could call something a snub is if something that is clearly inferior is what wins. Right. 
Exactly. And, and Bruno's there's album no was way, There's amazing. no way that you're saying Bruno's album was inferior or Kendrick's. Yeah, it, but then they call Bruno a parody album. Like, well. I could see that with like Macklemore and Kendrick a few years ago, but yeah, it's yeah, it's like come on, like it's like so the whole Jamie and Snub thing. I don't know. I I, I doubt he was snub intentionally. It could have happened. Listen, it's a lot of strings being pulled, a lot of politics, yeah. and, and it, it could be. But I just don't think it was that with Jay. It could be though. It definitely could be. Um, I wish they would have walked away from something with four four four. For his cultural impact on us as a people, I think he should have got something mm. for that. You know what I mean? But it's about music, and it's about he'll get he'll get some BET awards. <laughs> he will watch. He'll get a couple Soul Train awards, which we should be worried about anyway. Like the Grammys are cool to watch and to be interested in, but y'all, that's not the end all be all. That's when not the we standard. We start valuing our own award shows. Yeah, we make all this hoopla about the Grammys, but then we want to talk about support our own, but then y'all don't support our own. Man, I'm tired of this rat race. Either way, yeah, like, and I'll say, I'll say this. You know, I have has Jay ever been to a BET Hip Hop Award? I don't think so. That's a good question. I don't know. That's I don't question. think he has. Oh, it would be award. dope. It would be dope if he did a cipher. That would be kind of dope. It'd be dope if we just support ours and be there for ours. But you look at somebody else to a standard, and we look for them to validate us. I'm like, yo, y'all don't need that. I get it because Grammy, you counting all genres together. But even when you count those genres together, it's people who don't know ish about your genre that's vote for your genre but they really know country then they, it's just stupid it's like why are you voting for this if you don't it's a whole mix up but people call them into preference and bias and, yeah you know, people even call if them, they even if they want even if they did listen to all five albums that were nominated they're still going to go with whatever their preference is musically first if, yeah. if the voter is not like a fan of hip-hop they're not they going to go, go with hip-hop first if there's something else in their genre that's nominated even if they don't even like the album in a genre, they might, you know what? I'm probably do this anyway. Like, because that's their genre, generally, right? Mm-hmm. And they was calling Bruno album parody album, which they said Bruno won Peter by. Peter Rosenberg called it a parody album. Not just him. I guess people ran with that narrative on, like, oh, he's redoing all the songs from the 90s. Everybody does that. Like, stop it. Like, and that's not just Bruno's career. Bruno could do other so, stuff. So, if that's the case, then we should have got on Pharrell with Girl. Yeah, everybody. It's, but listen, Bruno. That's an amazing album, 24K. So it is. Jay wasn't cheated or Kendrick wasn't cheated. I wouldn't be no. mad if Kendrick won, but Kendrick wasn't cheated. 24K is just as good as anything in that genre, in, in that genre of uh, nominees. So, listen, man, Bruno cleaned up and Kendrick cleaned up in the story. And I'm, I'm, I'm proud of both of them. I'm happy for both, both of them, man. Um, Definitely. Bruno, uh, Kendrick has been the album of the year I the think last Kendrick, two years. Kendrick got five. I think he was nominated every album. Yeah, so I mean, Kendrick had five Grammys this year, and Bruno Kendrick, got Bruno six. Had seven, six. Bruno went, Bruno went, Mike. He went six for six. Yeah, man. So I mean, they both did good. I mean, I'm, I'm not mad at that. So shout out to them, um, the Grammys again. We'll watch to see what the devil is up to every yep. now and then for the show. Do our research <laughs> for the enemy. That's what we did, you know. Um, but yeah, man. Off the gram, let's talk about this new Xavier Omar single, man. This sweet holy, sweet holy honey. honey. Let's talk sweet about holy it. Holy honey. Yeah. Um. You see the video? Did this dude make a bad bout? It's a video? Yeah, it's a video. Oh, this nigga is a video. So, they're like in a car crash. Know. I'm explaining it to you. They're like, in, they get in a car crash, Xavier and Sango, right? Uh, and then they, they leave, and it's like these two angels. I guess they represent a sweet holy honey. Mm-hmm. Xavier is, is his, he's damn near dead, sitting down on a tree. <laughs> while, while Sango is chasing the two angels that uh-huh. they're like angelic, he follows them to like this field, then they disappear. And they, they healed him, I think. But then eventually, Xavier sang it from the tree. 
I hit. I've been thinking he's singing while hurting because they're both bruised up. They got the the face bruised, mm-hmm. bleeding. They were in a car crash. They're from a car crash. I guess it's some type of epiphany or some type of supernatural occurrence. I guess sweet holy honey. But the song is this is interesting, right? Xavier Omar put on Twitter. Sango wanted him to write a song about the difficulty of waiting to have sex till you're married. And mm. Xavier told Sango, no. Then Sango said, come on, man, do it. And then eventually he wrote Winter Toes, which wasn't that. It was just a song about, you know, love, which is a Getting fire cold song. Feet. Yeah, cold, a fire song. Yeah. But but then he ended up writing Sweet Holy Honey, which he didn't intend to. So he was like, Sango won in the end, because I wasn't going to write no song about waiting till I get married to have sex and about the, the burning desire to have it. But that's what Sweet Holy Honey is about. It's about that weight and that desire and being in love with someone, wanting to do that, but having to respect that weight also. Sweet holy honey. Like yeah, if you look at I the kinda, lyrics. I kinda needed that when that uh EP came out because I wasn't married yet. That kinda would have yeah. been dope to have that then. <laughs> right. Like it's you know, can how do you see yourself in the mirror? You look at the lyrics, like like he's talking about it. Like they yeah. don't make bad songs together. They they, they, they just, make great songs together. They make amazing songs together. So Sweet Holy Honey, dope record. Um, I got the I got in my playlist right next to Summer November, Sir. Shout out to Sir. Um, mm. dope record. What you think about it, man? It's a dope record. I mean, like you said, they them two, their chemistry is unmatched. It's like, not, yeah, great it's chemistry. like it's not Kobe and Shaq because it's actually a good chemistry. Um, it's like perfect. They're equal. Like it's like yeah. Curry and, and 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 Durant and KD. Yeah, yeah, they're equally talented. They pulling up from thirty in his cash. Both of them. Like with both of them, you're winning. With one of them out, they still kill them. So yeah, yep. they're they're definitely uh great together, man. Shout out to Xavier, Amar, mm-hmm. and um Sango, man. Sweet holy honey. Um, tragic hero. Yes, the whole tragic hero. Jersey's own man. We got represent no. Jersey's own man. No. Um, this record hits and slaps. Make what sure the company around you won't keep you from a check is the hardest line. Yeah. <laughs> I love the video, though. The video, yeah. he's they's pushing the, like this broken-down car that's steaming, and it's all his boys, and the headlight is broken. He's sitting there. He's like in the middle of an intersection on a train track or whatever. Then he comes uh-huh. out, start you know, turning it up. Tragic is just really, really dope. And I think for yeah. some people, when they see Tragic, the image that goes with the music, because he's clean-cut. Glasses, scully, you know, nice for the jeans vest. He's not the rapper gully looking nigga. You know what I'm saying? But that's yeah, what yeah. that's what rap is nowadays though. It's not about per se the image anymore when it comes to this music. You know, and his image isn't a bad thing. I think when people see trash, they're like, oh he he spit like this, him? Like this record's hard. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that that's the nigga right there. So I mean, this record is dope. Maybe it was shot in Camden, South Jersey. Um Probably but, uh, was. Shout out to Camden. Yeah, this is a really dope record man. Look who I'm with um, I love the beat. I love the, the flow, the, the lyrical ability. Tragic is a really, really dope artist. Y'all check that video out. We posted it on the Two Tones page not too long ago, so check it out. And I'm um, shout out to Tragic. What you think about it? It's a dope record. I was, yeah, super dope. Rapping is well done, well done, well done, well done. Can't yeah, we say enough get... about. Can't say enough about uh, his flow and cadences, man. Yeah, especially the um, album. Uh, that album, in a, yeah. my own worst enemy. That's that's yeah that that's an amazing album. Um, I have to revisit that real soon. That album is man. That that's I'm ready. Yeah, great album, man. Um, so speaking of tragic in South Jersey, close to Philadelphia. Um, let's talk let's about get, this Super Bowl, fam. Let's get in the Super Bowl. Your trash team is in the Super Bowl. Hey, hey, um, but your trash team is watching. Listen, I ain't watching. It. I'm boy. I'm boycotting Kaepernick. Now, now you boycotting. Now, <laughs> make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, nigga. Hold, let me talk about that. 
Niggas kill me. All y'all who not watching the Super Bowl talking about because y'all protesting. Stop it. Your team ain't there, my nigga. That's why you're not watching the Super Bowl. Now, some of you, some of you genuinely aren't watching the Super Bowl because of your political beliefs and your economical, your dedication to Kaepernick and the political struggle of black people. Cool. Well, a lot of you niggas just watched the Jags. A lot of you niggas just watched the Jags choke that up to the Patriots. Yeah, and the Jags. I wanted them to win so bad. I want the Jags to win, and they do be cheating for the Patriots. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not saying that as no, they, yo. They be pulling strings to the Patriots. I'm going to keep it a buck. They change yeah. rules to them niggas. I won't be surprised they pull something in the Super Bowl like they did the other Super Bowls. They be cheating for the Patriots. However, Tom Brady, to me, is still the greatest quarterback to ever do it. I'm a Jets yeah. fan. I shouldn't be saying that. But it, it is what it is. I love Tom Brady. And I hate him at the same time. Right? So, what you got? What's your host for the Super Bowl, man? You're an Eagles fan. You tell us. It's going to be in Minnesota this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously, when y'all hear this, the Super Bowl was probably already played. So... <laughs> But the it Patriots will be won. released ahead of the Super Bowl. Hey, nigga, what? Yeah. So you tell us about this, man. Tell us, you know, your Super Bowl. I'm picking. Obviously, I'm picking the Eagles. I think we get. We got a great defense. By three. Huh? By three. I didn't say that. I said I'm picking the Eagles. We have I'm, a I'm, great defense. What's the margin? Uh, I'm gonna say. Difference. What's the difference? Ten. I'm gonna say ten. Went by ten. Bold. We have a, a great defense. We've only allowed eight and a half points a game in the postseason. Um, yeah, I think I think we got this, man. Yeah, of course. I mean, I really feel yeah, good about this. Yeah, I do have a good defense. Um, Nick Foles, shot to Nick him. Foles has been balling. Yo, he's going to mess around and be Super Bowl MVP, and we're going to have to. Obviously, Carson Wentz is the quarterback of the franchise and for the future, but we might have a little, yeah, little issue. Might. With Wentz got tied in. play so well. Yeah, and, and y'all got y'all y'all well though. I mean, y'all doing pretty. Listen, y'all looking pretty good. I ain't gonna lie. Eagles look pretty good this year. I thought it was over when Wentz fell. I ain't gonna lie. I thought it was completely over. But y'all pulled. Through. Yo, I gotta send you the video from Bleacher Report. They uh, they uh, flipped back that A up to ask yeah. the backup. Oh man, it's hilarious. They said they said we was going down with Winshed with Winshed. <laughs> Wentz, with Wentz, yeah. Did Juvenile sing it? Rap it? No, no, no. Oh, some random corny nigga. But yeah. um But it was hilarious though. Yeah, man. So either way, Super Bowl fifty two. I got the Patriots because the Patriots are the Patriots. Ain't gonna lie. I am tired of seeing the winner too, but I mean let's call it like And it speaking is. of the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl halftime performer is Justin Timberlake. Yeah, man. Let's um, talk about this Justin Timberlake project. Now full disclosure for myself, I have not heard the whole thing yet. I've heard probably like eight songs thus far. I mean, I've heard I've heard a decent bit. I would say this. Okay. I'm going to point out what I like about the album first, right? Mm-hmm. What songs I like. I like Higher Higher. I like mm. Midnight Summer Jam. I like Montana. I like Breeze Off the Pond. The best yeah, record Breeze Off the Pond is hard. I like Living Off the Land. And I like the mm. hard stuff. And that's six songs I like, right? And they're all primarily, all those are produced by the Neptune, except one is by Timberland, the last one. And that's like kind of like the second half of the album, which is the better half. To me, the second half of the album mm. is where the album really starts to pick up. This is the thing about the album, right? A lot of people, it's getting backlash. They, you know, the first, you know, reception of it is like, yo, this sounds like some country experimental acoustic album, which it kind of does. You know, he has songs called Flannel, Montana. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it makes sense. <sighs> But Justin Timberlake going from Sexy Back, I mean, he got a song out too, Can't Stop the Music or whatever, but going from the Justin we know, you know, the R&B pop I mean, star. Filthy is kind of that futuristic, eh, but it's yeah, not but really good. Is, 
It is, yeah, yeah. I heard I'll that. I'll say this. Okay. I'm, I, coming into this album, I was not as excited for this album as I was for the last one. I wasn't either. Man of the, the Woods. The first half of the 2020 experience. Um, honestly, I don't really like much of what I heard. Yeah, it sounds like a country experimental album with a, with a little pop records here and there. Now, like I said, Breeze Off the Pond is hard. Higher, higher is hard. It's some yeah. really good songs up here. About six. Higher, higher. Midnight Summer Jam, Montana, Breeze Off the Pond, Living Off the Land and the Hard Stuff. I like those three records. I will be playing those back. The rest of the album, like those little folk sounding banjo joints. Listen, a lot of people say he's going back to his roots. He's becoming a white man again. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of people saying he's re- reinventing himself as a white man again. Listen, cool. I like and, the those songs right there. The rest of the album, I'm not going back to this album. You who knows? I might, but I'm just pretty much. I can tell I'm not going back to this album. I'm not going to be playing this album back in front. I'm not going to have this album on loop. And I can't really. It's so it just came out, so it's hard to say what has replay value, what doesn't. But from the songs I just named, those six, those are saved in my Spotify. So I will be playing mm-hmm. those. But the rest of the album, and I'm good. Like the sonic, sonically, like the banjo folk slash pop experimental. It's not. Horrible, the album. It ain't horrible to me. Is it's it not. That, is it? Is it more that it's not something you expect or are ready to accept from Justin Timberlake? I think because of it, what he's given us thus far between his first four albums. I think that's part of it. But the other side of me says he's white, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> so that's. You know, I'm giving you the buck. You're right because part of it, he did come up with this Usher like style, right? I know well, no shot, but I mean, I'm, he I'm benefited just, from Neptune's records that were written for Michael Jackson that Mike didn't right. take, just he like benefited, Usher did. He benefited from black culture. Let's just keep it a book, right? So, 100%. So, I mean, gave him the first rub, pause, with uh, Girlfriend as insane. So, I, part, part of me, I think a part of it is, is right. I, I'm not used to hearing this from him, but I'm not mad at the style of music. I enjoy country music. I, like, I, I don't, I'm not mad at that. It's I, I like some of it. I know it's a lot of it, but some of it, okay, cool. But I think it's 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 the it's not really that good to me. Some of it is. Like I think it's a chunk, it's the second half, almost the second half to the end, almost to the end. It's the best part of the album to me. It's some good records up here. The album isn't horrible as a whole. However, mm-hmm. collectively, I, I just can't I, I, I don't see myself because like I said, it's part because it's it's different from what he does. Not only that, but it just doesn't sound dope to me. Even if it was different from what he does. To remember Butterfly was different than what Kendrick did, but it still was hard to me. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, when you yeah. change the style up and it's dope. But, like, he made it his own. Right. I don't Kendrick. think... I don't know. I don't think Justin... And Kendrick also had elements of that, like in Section 80, the jazz affluence, shit like that. Yeah. So, but with this, I'm like, all right, cool. It came left field for some people. I can get used to some of them, because like I said, part of the album is good. I'm going to be playing part of it. But collectively, it's not horrible. It's not a trash album, but it's not compared to me. If I'm going to compare it now to the rest of his work... It, it's, it literally sounds like he, he's a man in the woods. He made this in the woods. It sounds like that. Like the banjo, the flannel, the, the brick, like the, you know, the folks saying, maybe this is Justin, what he always wanted to do. Maybe this is like, I don't know, but it's cool. I, I don't, it's cool. I'm going to tell my cousin he needs to fix it. Needs Who's your cousin? Justin. <laughs> oh, Timberlake. <laughs> uh, boom, but. <laughs> Man, you know yeah. how long I've been hearing people ask, like, your name or whatever, like, Tony Timberlake. Like, Justin? Yes, like, Justin. God. Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah, so what do you think about the album? Like I said, you really, you ain't really... 
Yeah, I mean, I like Breeze in the Pond. That's about it. Yeah. It, I mean, I'm going to give it a chance. but Give it some more spins? Yeah, because I, I really only heard half the album. So, we'll see. Listen, man. The second half is the better half to me. But this okay. album as a whole, um, he, I mean, he's going to perform at the Super Bowl. So, this album going to sell. Yeah, and there's and, a rumor that he's going to have a Prince hologram. I don't uh, think he should do that. Which would be more interested in, a Prince hologram or an NSYNC reunion? Neither. I'd rather just him bring Janet out. I ain't gonna front. I, I want to see NSYNC reunite. We, NSYNC got records, man. For Listen, what? They, they have records. It. They just did it at the VMAs like three years ago. And That's the VMAs. Cared. This is the nobody Super Bowl. Nobody cares. It's the biggest platform musically. Okay, Had so time. he does that. What happens? Are people going to... Is there going to be an NSYNC tour? No. NSYNC might get more sales. I mean, it helped them financially. And it helped the fan <laughs> of you. It'll help the fan of you. Like, it'll help the nostalgia moment. Oh, okay, cool. Like, like Missy Elliott, when she came out and did records with uh, Katy Perry. She did a new True. record, too. Don't get me wrong, because she had new music coming out. But those old records, we was like, yo! That's how we yeah. acted, because that was classic Missy. So, it, I mean, it would, it would just feel good to hear. But that's not a definite. I don't care if he does bring him out. I would like to see it, but I don't care. Print telegram, I don't know how that would go. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, think he I don't know how that would go. He had no association with Prince in, while Prince was alive. Like, and and I, I don't think not, Prince would want that to happen anyway. Prince, like, said, Prince has said, don't make no hologram of me. So, Especially him. He like, boy, yeah, I don't even... Like, like for somebody dude. that wore slave on their face for a few years while fighting legally against his record label, I'm pretty sure <laughs> he don't want somebody that he probably doesn't know. And even if he does know him, had no musical ties to... Using his image. Yeah. I don't care that it's in Minnesota. I don't care what the intent is. I'm pretty sure Prince would be like, no, thank you. Yeah, so I'm just hoping for a good game. Have time to be interesting. I mean, he's going to do some records on a new album, maybe one or two. Then he's going to do Can't Stop the Feeling. He's going to do his classic records. And, yeah, it's going to be a whole time show. So, again, y'all can check this album out. Let us know how I feel about it. It's cool. Like I yeah. said, it just came out. It's hard to, to judge something that just came out and say, this is that. It needs time. You know, that happens with a lot of stuff. But a lot of stuff, when you first hear it, you can't get that. With some shit, you can't say, all right, yeah, this is, yeah. So, I don't know. I like a couple records, so that's here and there. However, let's get to the next album, man. Swoop. Let's talk your, about Swoop, Sunshine. Your man. Your man. My Sunshine. man? Sunshine. That's your Yo, man. Yo, let me say this. The last time we talked about Swoop, I'm cinema. pretty sure. What's Cinema. <laughs> and we did not like that album. Like a couple records, maybe. He got a couple dope joints. That's it. Like three or four. That's it. That's on really cinema. It. Yeah, like three or four cinema. The that, joint that's with it. the joint with Kristen Gray. Yeah. Yeah. LS. LS. Yeah. LSD. Yeah. Um. Before Goodnight. Yeah. That was a remake of the Hazard Cycle joint. Yeah. Exactly. Um. It was another one with Tragic Hero. I think it was Christian. It was another one. Uh, give me one second, I'll tell you. It was another record up there. It was another one. That was it. That was, that, that was it. Mm, not same team. No, that record is bad. I I, I get the mm-hmm. theology behind it, the philosophy behind it, but nah, man. Was it best of me? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think it was best Possibly. of me. I wish you could play it, but yeah, I think it was best of me. Um, okay. But yeah, let's talk about Sunshine now. Sunshine, man. Um, did you hear the whole thing? Yeah, I did. Okay, let me have it. What are you thinking? 
I mean, I ain't giving enough time to be honest, but it's cool, man. Like I, like I said, swoop. This, this is different. Like, I, okay, sonically, this sunshine is like the 808 turn up commercial swoop. It sounds like, like I don't know if he's trying mm -hmm. to purposely reach that market or this is just naturally swoop. Like, it, cause Hall of Fame came out not too long ago, right? And well, a minute ago, Hall of Fame, uh -huh. and that was that record is like doing almost a million on on Spotify. That record is mm -hmm. doing well. Hall of Fame, like Hall of Fame is doing really well. It's a good record. I like Hall of Fame. Um, not, I mean, all the time. I'm sorry, all the time. Uh -huh. That's the one. All the time. Yeah. That one is doing really well. Almost nine hundred thousand. You know, nine hundred sixty-seven thousand streams. It's about to hit a million. All all the time is dope. I like all the time. I like you got me with Telegram. Telegram and the B switch. I yeah, love it. Dog, that B switch that, is crazy. That B switch is hard. And Swoop is spitting up there because Swoop still lyrically is, is dope at what he does. He is. Yeah. I would never take it away from him. However, sonically, you feel like this album. It's like he's. I don't know. Maybe this is. It's, it feel it, like a reach to you. Yeah, no pun intended. It feel like a reach. It's like a reach <laughs> to put out too. Like it's, it sound. It sound like sonically like the eight oh eight, the little hyphy joints. Okay, cool, but it don't sound like Swoop. Now Swoop isn't just boom bap. I think Swoop isn't just instrumentation, instrumentation, church sound and stuff. I don't think that, but a yeah. whole album of this, I, I don't know. It's it's not. I skimmed through it, so I ain't give it a full listen. Like you ain't give Justin a full listen. So I let okay. you really indulge really with this because I ain't really listen to it much. But from what I heard, all the time is dope. But the other joints, I'm like, it seemed like, come on, man. It don't seem like him. It doesn't seem like him. It, mm. it doesn't. It, it doesn't to me. But the Telegraph joint is dope. All the time is dope. And Nat and Lauren does her thing. Shout out to Native North and all them KB and them. Like I like the production and the output, you know, the rollout and the marketing. But mm. sonically, I don't know, man. So I'm I'm gonna let you talk on it. I'm sure you so, love it. So I really uh I don't love it. I like it. <laughs> okay, um, tell us. Tell us. Black Boy is pretty cool. I like it because it's kind of speaking to, like, um, the perceived, like, less than feelings mm -hmm. of black men. Like, speaking to a young black man, like your son or your nephew or your future grandson. Like, leaving kind of a letter of, like, son, you are more than what this society says you are. Um, so, mm -hmm. I, like, I like the intentions on that record. Um, T S N K. I was for a minute. I was like, "What is this?" Um, it's a it's a really hard record, um, but it's talking about "Thou shalt not kill" uh, yeah. from the Ten Commandments and taking on both police brutality and you know violence in the black community itself. Because yeah. I'm not gonna call it black on black crime. It's just violence. Um, Shining Down, I really like the end of it when it switches into the gospel record. That's like record. sound, though. Shining Down. Yeah, I really like when it switched into the gospel record. I like really want to just hear that as a whole choir song. Like, yeah. Um, Never Left has a beat switch. That's pretty hard. And yeah. yeah. I, think it, I think it's like the records that I'm like... And You the, Got uh, Me is the standout, I think. I think Hall of Fame, Never Left, Flex, like those... I'm sorry, Hall of Fame, Flex, like those records, them eight oh eight, them. That's what I'm. Those records, I think, I'm not too fond of. I'm like, these don't really sound like. They don't so sound it's like, like the first half of the album. Yeah, like I rock with the and second. And then I think yeah. from like Black Boy to Shining Down. Is yeah, the sound that you're probably looking for. Everything else, I think, is more geared towards this turn up. Right, and it's not like that. I Swoop can't creatively do those things. It mm -hmm. doesn't just sound authentically him to me when he does it. Yeah, like, it, like it I, does. 
I would like to have heard him do a project similar to the narrative in style of style of music. Like I would rather hear him over some instruments. Yeah, and if that's what he what what he wants to do artistically, sh- sure, you're not held under any captive to do what we want you to do. However, yeah. like it just it's how we critique it as a fan. It's like artistically, it doesn't sound like something that's authentically you. Now, here and there, he's had 808 records, but I didn't like same team. I didn't like the mother. I, I, I just didn't because those records, when he does those, it sound forced. When he does records like the Telegrade joint and the um, other joints, they, they like, sound, with, yeah. with the exception of like all the Dream time. Like Slave. Right, with Wake the up. exception of all the time because that's a dope record. But mm-hmm. it's, it, I don't know, man. Like I got to give this album more time. Obviously, it just came out and I haven't spent more time with it as you did and I got to still listen to it. But I like the Telegrade record all the time. Like, I like those two, but like I said, I can't really definitively say, you know, and it brings me to a bigger conversation I want to talk about. Yeah, let's go. What is the state of CHH right now? Like, it's obviously CHH is Christian hip hop for all of our uh, worldly listeners. Nah, but CHH is Christian hip hop. Mm-hmm. It's Christian rap, basically. Lecrae was, if a lot of y'all know Lecrae is, he kind of came from that market, kind of halfway in that market, but don't want to be in the market. I don't know. NF, a lot of y'all, he's a big artist. Uh, Triple E, KB, Swoop, Bizzle. NF is Eminem Jr. Yeah, yeah, he sounds just like Eminem's records too. I'm like, sheesh. But he's killing out here. He got commercial records and all that. Yeah, he but, does. He's, yeah, he's he selling well. ESPN a lot too. Yeah, so that capital, the temperature- that capital uh, bag is what's up. Shout out to Social Club. They got one too. Oh, yeah? And Social Club, they're, they're doing Andy Minio, um, Vizzle, Derek Minor, KB. Vizzle and God Over Money. Got Humble like, Beast. Humble Beast, which, yeah, they're Sobaraka. This is like Christian rap, CHH. A lot of people, it's about a few left that hasn't dis- dissociated with themselves with it that say, the I'm truth. not that. The truth, ambassador, fanatic, like those are Swift, Swift, whatever you want to call them. Like, like, so what's the state of CHH now? Because I think CHH is in a weird, awkward space now. Because the, the uh, you know, Trailblazers, the modern day Trailblazers, like Rich Records, not like the cross movement, but like those now mm-hmm. who, who refer to a CHH. The ones who got the sound. The sound who kind of transformed the sound of CHH to a more marketable sound. Yeah, who, who got it there kind of stepped away back from it. Besides KB, yeah. he's gonna be, you know, Jesus till I die. And Triple And Triple E, but it seems like the spearheaded guy, Lecrae, don't even want to be associated with that. Trying his mm-hmm. best to tell us every verse. We get it, Lecrae. I have Bazell telling you he ain't a part of it at all. Ah, <laughs> because and yeah, I Gazelle had a little look, he had a little interview. And he and was then saying, Godzilla wrote an open letter about his interview. Yeah, Godzilla really. I wasn't, I wasn't with that, and you know, people had their opinion and feel like Rapzilla had the right to. They know, did have the right. They're not they wrong to. But I just was like, eh, I mean, let him say what he say. Don't give him no credence. Then don't, like, just don't, don't market him no more. If that's Basically. how he feels. Take, yeah. Don't market him. Along those lines of saying you can make money. He's not lying. You can make money in the church thing, but I guess and, they said... And like one thing that I saw from that... So for those who don't know, Aha Gazelle basically said, you know, I don't really know the Christian hip-hop market. And like he's that. an artist on Lecrae's label, for those you know. Yes, on Reach Records. Reach Records. Um, he's Atlanta-based, yeah. And he said, you know, um, I don't really know that Christian hip-hop market, yada, yada, yada. But he said, but if I wanted to get money, it's a lot of money over there in the Christian hip-hop market, and there were critiques of people saying if he really knew, it's really not that much money, but I think that he is looking at it from a perspective of, I'm on Reach Records, mm-hmm. I see offers or have heard about offers that Lecrae is getting, yeah. it is possible to generate and get 
command top dollar. Yeah, I think it is seeing it from that perspective. Not that everybody is getting rich off of Christian music, but there is a market for it, and obviously there's a market because Snoop Dogg's about to put up put out a gospel album. Yeah, Chance the some... rapper is flirting with gospel sounds and themes. Kanye been doing it forever, like yeah. this, and it might be genuinely Kanye. But I'm just saying. But the thing is, the bigger the bigger thing to focus on is that Aha is trying to not even go over there. He's saying it's over there, but I'm not even trying to do that. So. Mm-hmm. Why are you writing? It's not like he said it's big, it's big money over there, and I'm sorry, that's why I'm here. I'm trying to, like he didn't say that. He's saying, yo, it is a lot of money if I wanted to, and that's just reality. But I guess they're saying it's a time and place to say it. You know, it wasn't bad taste. You know, you don't get that. You don't don't want to get that perception to people outside to make it look like I get it. I get their stance, but the right open letter about it, mm-hmm. you can tell it's a it's a slow news. You can't. Day. I mean, it was I, a slow news day. <laughs> yeah, and obviously there is money there because you could directly trace Lecrae's ascent in the mainstream market. You're yeah. starting to see other rappers use gospel records as samples, make biblical themes in their music. Like, it's a direct correlation. Yeah, man. It's, I don't know. I, I just think, I don't know. What were we talking about before this? Like, shout out to, uh, We were talking about up. Swoop in the, in, in the state of CHH. So, right. So, I think CHH is an awkward I place. Think, I, I think the trailblazers are people who claim to put it on that map. Though you don't need them to keep it alive. You got Andy. You got Social Club. You got Humble Beast, who's doing a great Jackie Hill. You got KB. But... It's the same like CJH isn't at remember that place 2012, 2011, I think, where it was like on fire? Like when CJH yeah. was just like on fire from everywhere. From like I feel to, like the the peak of CHH thus far was like from 0809 until 2012 or so. 1213. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like where Yeah, that was the peak. Like that was like niggas was getting these off. And it was dope music. And it's still good music coming out. We're not yeah. saying it's some good Christian rap that's out still. I checked for some. But it I was like Rocker. it was like I this new KB, thing. Like, yeah, it was just it just was seen as like a new thing. Although you know the Reach Records guys had been working since '04, the Cross Movement guys had been working since '97. Like, yeah. although they had already been putting in some of the work, it was starting to like break through. And then there were new guys that were jumping into the fray, like Bizzle, like um, that KB, like Andy Mideo, like Social yeah. Club. Definitely. Like, and it was different types of sounds. Like, there was a variety of flavors. Exactly. They challenged the sound. Exactly. Yeah, so you could get your theological rap from a lamp mode and cross movement. You could get your theological but still pop sensible from Reach. You could get your turn up records from Social Club. Like, yeah. You could get yeah. some West Coast underground sounds from you know, Humble Beast and yeah. Seven. And yeah, and you had your gritty New York rappers like Lavoisier and Corey Red. Like, Lavoisier. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, I just think now it's in a state now. Those were the peak. I'm not saying it can never be rebirthed again. I'm and not you saying could get your backpack wraps. Yeah, from Braille at that time. Like, like. Mm-hmm. so I'm not saying this. CHH is still a thing. Christian rap is still a thing. There's people still like, making music. This is a good market for that. People still are interested in it. I check myself personally. Maybe a few rappers that only still check for. Truth, KB, Mega Lecrae, Ishan, Bizzle. Like, only a few rappers I still check for to be, keep it a buck. I, yeah. Tragic if he calls himself that. Social maybe, maybe. So it's like outside of that, I don't really gonna rock with it as a whole like I used to. And that's just a lot of different genres because it ain't to me the quality. It depends on who I'm checking for. I've been like that from the jump. But before yeah. when I was first first uh, shown to, I was like, oh, let me check everybody out. But now yeah. it's like, it was only like a few. let's see what's out there, and then it's like, okay, you have to filter it. And I'm like, all right, so and like, like, I, I get in my bag every once in a while, and I'll go run back some yeah, old CHH yeah. records and yeah. be like, yo, like I remember. 
when I was growing in the faith, this really helped me. This Cross yeah. Movement album helped me. This Shaolin album helped me. It's and like then, gospel music to me. I only check for Ty Tribbett and Kirk, really, honestly. Exactly, but, like, I, will, I, don't, but I will well, get in the bag and be like, all right, let me go listen to Fred or Marvin or it, the it, Clark it, sisters it, real Exactly. Quick. I only but check on a like consistent one basis, I'm going to listen to Kirk, I'm going to listen to Ty, Yeah, maybe, and, and, and yeah. that's about it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Outside of gospel, and then maybe Israel Halton, which he's CHH, I mean, CM, CCM, he's whatever. CCM. <laughs> but it, even CCM, I may check for a few artists. I don't just rap yeah. the genre as a whole. And that's just what music can be now, I think, period. I'm just a few yeah, artists I'm filtering with, out. I don't rock with hip-hop as a whole. Yeah, it's certain artists I'm filtering out. So that's just me with everything. But I think with CHH, I think collectively we can say, even social media-wise and labels, how everybody separate themselves, it's become like an awkward space. Excuse mm. me. When it's like, it is a genre still. People still making music. It's great fan base in it, but it just feels like it's not the same. Like it, mm. I don't know, and like it's got these. It's either it's no gray area. It seems to me. It's either Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We Christian rappers. Y'all gonna know who we are. Or I ain't, I love God, but you're gonna you're gonna hear me talk about it. And I want to be a Christian rapper, but I am a Christian rapper. But still support me, Rapzilla. But don't call me a Christian rapper. It's that side. <laughs> it's like it's like y'all want Rapzilla support, but you don't want them to call you. It's it, and it's very little gray area where you can see and be like, hmm. But I get that. It's not just their fault. It's the perception of everybody. Christian doctor, Christian singer, Christian rapper. You know, it's not a Muslim rapper. It's it's the whole whatever, which I really don't get too much into. But I just want to talk about that, the temp temperature of CHH. And yeah. speaking of um, Native North with Swoop, Natalie Loren, uh, KB, him, what is Joe doing? Like, they got a little mm -hmm. thing going on. I don't know if it's Christian rap or not. I know it was God inspired. But, I mean, you don't know. But they don't. Do you have to know? I don't think you would have to say, hey, "Listen, I'm Christian. Just make the music. Let the artist speak for itself." But I think it's important to have a title and to make these things known, also. So mm -hmm. I don't and know. I man. Think, it's just, but I but, also think that it's healthy that you're not trying to force yourself in a direction creatively. That yeah, you can be in in an organic space as you create, and then I feel like just let the people call it what they want to call it. Yeah, for I mean, real, if, for real. Like we got a bunch of Lecrae's out here. They ain't trying to build CHH. If so I write, like, you know, if I write, you know, bars about Jesus and his resurrection for a whole album and them joints is fire, you could call it CHH. You may just call it rap. Uh, what does that have to do with me? What you call it? I I'm did a Christian what I, rapper. Like make I it did, known. Okay. No, but I mean, like I did what I I did what my purpose was. If as long as I'm fulfilling my purpose, what does it matter what somebody else is calling it, calling you, whatever. Yeah, so it's like if I come and share this word with you, if I come and share this gospel with you or these texts with you and, that that are inspiring, and, are you a preacher? I mean, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know what you call me. I'm just sharing this good news with you that I got. So does doesn't matter. I'm a preacher, so I'm, a, I'm listen. I'm a, yeah. I'm one man sharing the story of grace that'll hopefully help you out. Call me what you want to call me. You get what I'm saying? I'm not really bent up in titles, yeah. but I get why some people do have titles, which they do have to associate themselves disenfranchise themselves from those of the world. I get why certain people have those titles, but I don't think there's much importance on those. Like, what's the big importance to me? To me. And I'll and I, and I say this. I um, I understand the argument that, you know, and I'll, I'll just use the name, like Lecrae has used in terms of not wanting the Christian label to get in the way of people hearing the music. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really beginning to feel a little differently about that. Like, I understood it, and I was like, okay, I, I understand what you're saying, but... I'm getting of the mindset that if the music is good, the people are going to hear it. Regardless, right? But yeah. I, but like whether I you are a Sean Smith and 
You know, yeah. you spitting these bars and Shout people hearing Smith, about yeah. God once in a while. And Who is a Christian, but you hear about yes. God once in a while. But you're going to hear God, but you're going to hear yeah. about my, my guns, my gat, nigga, nigga, what, what's up? But, he, or, but or you hearing about me and what I went through as well. Or like Sway, an artist like Sway. Yep. Like, you're going to hear about God here and there, but you're going to hear about my struggle, my story. And it's like, I can filter on both. So it's it, it's like, and it's but it's not going to be overtly like, yo, I, I got, I'm this rapper. Nah, I'm a rapper who's sharing my faith. It's just like Wu Tang and other rappers, Talib, Most Def, um, you know, they all share their faith. Kanye, <laughs> it's like I'm sharing my faith. Jay, this is that. This spiritual really work. I'm do a lot. Yeah, like I'm doing like, a lot. Yeah, like <laughs> I told my wife, the spiritual shit really work. Yeah, like he, yeah, like he just threw it in there. It wasn't like he was like, yo, I gotta preach in this verse about what I believe. He just was like. Yeah. Let me throw this out. I'm gonna throw out there. This is this is where I'm at right now. This is what I this is what I'm thinking about. And I'm not saying that you have to do it that way. You can if he did preach what he believed though, it'd have been like, yeah. oh, Jay talking about his faith. I mean, we would have definitely said, preached about what he believed. Yeah, Financial so, freedom, my only hope. He but I don't preached about what he believed. But I don't think that's the Christian rapper's fault. I think that's the people who perceive like what Craig was saying initially. If I talk about God, this whole song, they're gonna automatically say, oh, he a Christian rapper instead of saying, yo, he loved God. He dope though. Mm-hmm. That's it. Now, Jay did it because he already establishes Jay. They're going to say, oh, Jay ain't a Muslim rapper. Jay just being Jay. The second rapper's get the hand up because they're already known as a second rapper who rap about anything. If you talk about God out the gun, out the gate, and they hear that first, they're going to think, oh, he's just a Christian rapper. But Sean Smith, like you said, hit with the song Heaven. It's about God, but his metaphor with some worldly inf- mixes in there and yeah. metaphors. So then he'll talk about. And ain't nobody going to say he can't spit because he's been on Sway, he's been on Cosmic Kev, Body and stuff for like 18 minutes straight. Like He's been rapping. And then yeah. they put the music out. Not, and some titles make us, it, they make a change here and there. Don't get me wrong. The Christian rap title, it does sway, sway away listener. But it's 2018. Sometimes they don't, sometimes they gravitate listener. You know what? I need something different. Let me see. I got I mean, boys. Shoot, who, somebody may be looking for something different that day. They'd be like. Yeah. Yeah, I got boys who I put on with Christian rap music. And they're like, yo, just listen, just listen. And they they bump it. They ain't even Christian, but they bump the records. Yo, this is hard. Like, yeah. all types of Christian rap records. Like, yo, Isha, all of them. They're like, yo, these are hard. And they're Christian rappers. And the dudes ain't even Christian that got it. They, ain't, they don't even believe in God to the extent I do. They're like, yo, but it's hard, though. He's saying some real stuff I can relate to. Spiritually, whatever. Yeah. I can still relate to it. So, like and I said, I mean, at, at a certain point, you have to let the Holy Spirit do the work. Like, and I'm not, I'm not saying that to be like, Nah, you being real. But, like, but like at some point, it's not. Ahead. It's no, but at some point, it's not about what you rap. Like, yes, right, right. what you rap is important. What you say is important. But at the end of the day, like you could rap about Jesus. You could rap 16, circles about somebody. Yeah. Yeah, you could rap. You could give the whole gospel in a rap. You know what I mean? And a person could hear it and be like, "Yo, that's dope," and still walk away and not believe it. But you gotta have faith that you presented it in a in a way and in a spirit. It would pierce the heart. And yeah, that eventually it's gonna crack that shell. Yeah, or, you, yeah. A, or a lack of faith is being revealed if you don't think that. Yeah, or it's just like you said, you got the Holy Spirit do the work. Like when it comes to the secular world, they let the music do the work. Listen, whatever spirits they put in the music, listen, I'm gonna let my music do the work. I'm gonna let that yeah. let y'all. Uh, so in the, in the Christian world, listen, you I'm gonna let my music Migos, do the work. You think the Migos is sitting around like, yo, they think we mumble rappers. They don't I, care. They put it out. They're making their records. They put out an album and then a year later put out the album again. The second album. Yeah. Like twice as long, pretty much. So it's like, <laughs> and, they, and, and it's resonating with the people. And once you got your fan base, I, 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 and I guess also notoriety and fame is a big issue because if you got a fan base, you eating and you good, 
what fame, like what more do you want outside of the fan base? You already eating. You good. Do you want more money? Do you want more fame and notoriety? Like, what is it? Like, because if you got a good fan base, you in the Christian world, you doing your thing. Like, do you have a desire to go into the world? I want to reach more souls. You want to reach more souls or reach more zeros in your bank account? Like, <laughs> like more digits, like yeah. more figures. Like, let's yeah. let's keep it a buck. Like, or you want to, you want that fame? We all want that. I think a part of our humanity it screams for that, right? We want that fame. We want that notoriety. We want to be the man. That's part of part of us all, right? We all got that nature in us. But when do you say, all right, I'm making enough money here. I'm, I may not be known to this part of the world, but I got this many listeners on Spotify. I'm making a decent living, and I'm doing well, and I'm sharing this news, and I'm trying to get it out best way I can. I don't really got to press my way and like and go out of my way to make it obvious that I'm trying to be seen over there. Should I just do my thing and stay in my lane? There's a lot of rappers who stay in their lane. Jesus, 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 all day rappers. You got rappers who talk about Jesus here and there, but their story is dope. Jafia Life. All mm-hmm. like you got you got people like Ishan, you know, Bizzle, Seven. You, you know, yeah. Jay Givens, you got you got all types seven of... Seven will tell you about banging in the hood and then bring it back to Jesus. <laughs> seven is dope. Oh, you got Christian Gray on the R&B side that do that. So, I mean, I don't know, man. It, it, it's possible. Vizzle, you got... So, it, it's possible, man. It's just how you, you play it, I think. So, like I said, a lot of y'all ain't trying to build CHH, which I get. But those who ain't trying to build it, I'm not mad at. Those who are trying to build it, I'm not mad at. It's just, I don't know. It was an awkward place. And I think, you know, if people was just, you know, make the music... Title or not, just support each other. You can support them by just the content and music. If, whether or not you're a Christian rapper or not. Like, you're a rapper, this is your faith, boom. Or you rap and you dope and you rap with some positivity. You rapping that stuff that get me through. I ain't even Christian, but I can rock with this. Bet, I'm supporting this dude. Like, it, I think we put so much, you know, uh, importance and, you know, on a On announcing of where, what we stand on. Yeah, and, like, and not really at the end of the day, like, bro, operating who, on it. Yeah, you, my nigga, you a Christian rapper, you a regular rapper, do your thing. Like, you a gospel artist, you a regular artist. You think about love, but you think about God too. Yeah, Stevie Wonder. Like this, this Marvin Gaye. This is normal. Like, what do you mean? Like, we just get a generation. We think we can't do both. You got people, actors who act in Christian movies, who act in secular movies, who act in this, who act in that. It's just their art. I mean, I don't know. But that was a long tangent. Um, what else we gotta talk about before we get out of here, man? <laughs> let's talk about. Let's talk about this little conversation we had earlier this week. Mm-hmm. I saw a tweet of someone who made the assumption and illogical statement that the Migos had a better run than G-Unit. Mm. Hmm. Let me think about that. So, just really started their run. Their run run. Yeah. And Underground it's kind of hard okay. to... Yeah. It's hard to say, yo, y'all have a better run than this group that produced two Diamond albums from 50 Cent and also produced a triple platinum album as a group, the G-Unit's first album, Beg for Mercy. And then Young Buck, Lloyd Banks, Tony Yayo, all went platinum. The game was with them, and he went platinum. And that's his best album and most selling album to this day, even after he left G-Unit. They were so big, they signed M.O.P. away from Rockefeller and almost had Mace signed. I know, haha, Mace joke, right? Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm serious. Like, started a G-Unit South. A G Unit West, like this was a big group. Like, yeah, the Migos. I mean, I think whoever made that assumption, I don't know. They're living in the moment, definitely, because the Migos just started. They just started their run. Bad and Moody's probably going to be the start of their run. Don't get me wrong; they had the fight night, you know, handsome wealthy. They have Versace, but they, they they weren't really on a run underground. Locally, they were. We talking on the mainstream level. G Unit yeah. was on the run, 
And G-Unit was on such a big run that they had to close out. The sneakers out. Sneakers. Uh, video games. They, they had the movement out, bro. When G-Unit, it was a whole movement. Niggas, it was bump, That was fight music. Like, G-Unit was... Uh, they changed culture. I don't see people... Well, I could say... Well, well, obviously, I can make the argument. People are rapping like the Migos. The Migos inspired the... Sonically, the Migos inspired the culture. Period. Mm-hmm. A whole genre. I don't know if G-Unit necessarily did that to the extent they did it. Because every mumble rapper or whatever... Good, that's under the Migos umbrella. Like, pretty much. Right? And Wayne. Uh, they're, under the Wayne they're under the Wayne umbrella. I'll give you that. Yeah, but no. Migos took it to a different plateau. It's like the Kendrick and Ty argument. Right? I mean, Kendrick. The Kirk uh, and Ty argument. It, it, it's Because it's like the Wayne umbrella. Yes, but Wayne wasn't... He was technically mumble rapping, but he didn't... I'm sure he wasn't conscious that he was actually doing that. Like, they actually but consciously... without him, you don't get what the Migos do. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. They're from Atlanta. I don't. Cool. I, 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 I don't know. Wayne's not from Atlanta. No, that's my point. Like th- it was let's, a sound in Atlanta let's look, already. Let's look so, at the sound of Atlanta before Wayne started mumbling. Ti, I mean, Jeezy, Outkast, Outkast, Gucci, yeah, Gucci. Gu- I'm, eh. Not I mean, mumble a- rappers. Gucci kind of dabbles in it now, but original Gucci was not a mumble rapper. T. Oh, T. Pain's Florida. But I can make it. Well, he can. He's an argument. Him and Wayne, technically, with the auto tune and the way people yeah. are singing and rapping, you can make an argument with both of them. You're kind of right now, in stance. But however, even that, it wasn't the Migos flow. When I say the Migos, I can literally like they're like I can mirror their flow with the flow that's on the radio right now with Uzi, Yachty, whoever. That's yeah. the Migos. That that's not Wayne. When I think of that, I think of the Migos. It's like the Kanye Drake argument again. Eight away top rate or the Drake? Who really broke the sound? Oh, mm. Outkast, blah blah. Like who? Re- Come on, Drake inspired the. We gonna say that's a Drake sound. We gonna say that's a Kanye sound, even if it's not properly, you know. Uh, I hear you. Credit given, so you need to. Okay, so however, I say that to say this. G Unit definitely had a bigger run. The Amigos and Amigos, yeah. this just starting run. It's fair to say who had a bigger run between them two. So, so I mean, who are some other let's, groups? Let, let's rank these runs. Let's do a let's do a top five. So we have a mm-hmm. list of groups, okay. legendary groups from. 90s up we did not include run dmc um so here are the groups a tribe called quest the roots de la soul wu-tang clan odd future the clips ugk outcast the neptunes locks you said the neptunes no yeah Uh, outcast the locks mob deep the migos g-unit Bone Thugs and Harmony, the Fugees, Dipset. Now, let's rank these runs. Give me your top five runs out of this group of. Oh, man. See, I'm going to spy anywhere. I'm going to get Wu Tang. You can't. I mean. <laughs> Wu Tang can't be eliminated. If you're talking about globally, there's only one rapper, two rappers, one rapper in the group globally. I think he had the most impact ever to this day, most famous. That's Tupac and Wu Tang to me. Group wise, uh, Wu Tang. Tupac. Uh, yeah, Tupac. Baby? Is, Nah, Tupac is bigger than Biggie to me. I, it, no, I'm saying Biggie over Wu Tang. No, who? Wu Tang is every bro. You go to China, Russia, Africa. I'm talking globally right now. Are you talking about musical influence or just like all of it? All, the, everything, everything. Like the influence, the impact, the culture, that W, like everything. Like okay. Pac is one for me. Pac is the most yeah, Im- Pac influential, is impactful ever. 
right? But then it's like Jay and them to a certain extent, because I don't think you go to China. They're like, yeah, Jay, man, he taught us. They're like, uh, man, Jay I don't is, really think. Yeah, I Jay might get in trouble saying this, but I don't think Jay is as impactful as Pac, Big Wu Tang. I don't think he's on nah, that he, level he is. of impact. To New York, he is. That's it. That's where it stops. That's about um, it. <laughs> to New York and maybe some of the East. But um, yeah, uh, Pop Eminem because because of numbers because it's strictly just sales yeah. and numbers. That's why he. But yeah, that's pretty much what stopped. Um, so Wu Tang is number one. We're going to Wu-Tang. say that. Yeah. Okay. We count everything, right? Impact, influence. And I mean, you got to count. That's you know nine different rappers. All of them had solo careers. Yeah. Impact to the culture. Albums. Originality. Probably, yeah. Yeah. They, nobody raps like them. No, well, there is one, and he got a talking to on YouTube from Ghostface. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Told that nigga be for real. <laughs> That's still a top five internet moment. It is. Um. So Wu Tang is number one. Who's number two? I got Wu Tang. I don't see his heart. Wu Tang, based off everything, like impact, mm-hmm. sales, numbers, culture changes, date you niggas, date Wu Tang. Um. Tribe Called Quest. Hmm. That's two. I'm going to go Outkast 3. Because to me, man, to me, my favorite group is Outkast. They're a duo, but I mean. Mm-hmm. They're still a group. Yeah. Outkast 3. So Wu-Tang. What did I say? Wu-Tang. Tribe. Tribe. Outkast. Okay. I'm going to go with G-Unit 4. Mm-hmm. And this is. See. I guess it's our personal favorites, or we just telling the best. We just technically the like, best ones. The period. best ones. Okay, because yeah. I want to count the Fugees, but they had like a album to have. They had a two year run. Yeah, I can't. I mean, Lauren and the came from, but I can't really count. They run like they 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 still on the radio, but it's not. They ain't have a run run. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. Wu Tang. Uh, damn, Wu Tang. What did I say? Outcast. Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Outcast. Outcast. G Unit. And my last one. You want me to go over the groups that you didn't say? Wait, yet? Yeah, go over it. Yeah, yeah, go over it. Bone Thugs, The Fugees, <sighs> Dipset, Migos, Mob oh Deep, Locks, UGK, The Clips, Odd Future, oh, De La Soul, The Roots. Oh, man. De La Soul, The Roots are cool. Man, this is a toss up to me. I'm going to say between who? Because I know, I, I don't care, because I know my music. Say what you want. It's a toss up, the fifth one, between the Bone Thugs and Dipset to me. Cause if you were in the East Coast and you know <laughs> Dipset meant to us, like, or would they still mean us, New York, New Jersey area? Like, the, the man, Dipset. Well, you could, yo, you actually could say Bone Thugs is kind of the father to the Migos in terms of flow. It. Oh, okay. So if you slow the Bone Thugs down, they're gonna be Migos. Basically, the Migos are Bone Thugs slow down. They're the chopper school version of Bone Thugs. Cause you slow down the Bone Thugs rapping fast. But I mean, in terms, of, but I mean, in terms of infusing melody into their raps and rapping fast. That's not the Migos. That's everybody. Then that's everybody. I mean, not really everybody. But Twister could fast. be being a Twister could be an argument to everybody else doing it. True. So I mean, I don't know. So my last one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Bone Thugs. I want to say Dipset, but I gotta say Bone Thugs. I, I gotta say bone, Impact. Bone, bone, you gotta bone, say Bone Thugs, man. How could you not like? I miss my uncle. Like, how could you not? Like, in the rap, the style, the influence, the rapping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, I got uh, Tribe Called Quest, Wu-Tang, Tribe Called Quest, Outkast, G-Unit, and Bone Thugs. 
That's how I got to rank, man. And probably can switch to four and five, but yeah, that's how so I got to rank. What about you? Mine, mine is a little different. Um, four of them are the same, just switched up in order. I have Wu Tang at number one. I have Outcast at number two because they're yeah. so huge. Um, both. They're a know, duo, though, but go ahead. Yeah, but they're so huge in terms yeah. of singles, album sales. Like, right. they just dwarf a Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, I might. Um, three, yeah, I, have G, I have G Unit at three. Mm. I, I have, everywhere we go to. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, man. I have Tribe at four. Mm, okay. And then I have Dipset at five. Dipset was like super huge. They were. I was, see, I was gonna get bone. That's why I gave it to them a bone thugs because he's talking about influence, impact. Bone thugs were big too. They were big singles, all that, and their influence were crazy. But Dipset, like you talking about culturally, if you were again, but I'm talking about East Coast. I don't know how the bone thugs. Maybe they were nationwide that way. Bone and thugs it, was a Midwest group signed to a West Coast label. Yeah, and they had impact nationwide. And I think Dipset Definitely. had impact nationwide. Definitely. But, but the dip set and the whole culture, the blood culture, the and the whole it was good. No, like yo, dip set when they came in, it was you, you throw dip. This. I do do tough things. <laughs> yeah, purple boots. Is that yeah, you, Beffa? Shut up. <laughs> but I, 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 I still get both dogs edge though. You talking about impact overall, everything, talent, impact. Yeah, I'm getting both dogs edge. But then dip set definitely next. They about okay. six men. Okay. But yeah, man, that's our best runs in hip-hop that we sparked from a conversation. Y'all give us your best runs. For groups. For groups, Because in, individuals, it could be real different. Oh, it's, we're going to do one with individuals. Yo, if we do time. individuals, we got to do like a year for that individual. Not like their whole career, like their best year, and then match but, them up. And in some so years, like they had... 96 Pop, and then yeah. like 2001J, 0350, 01... 0102 Ja Rule. Like, like how yeah. the, uh, like how uh, NBA 2K had like the classic teams would be like the 87 Lakers. Yeah, like 05 Kanye, 05 06 Kanye. Like, no, 07 Kanye. 07, yo, 07 Kanye. Yeah. Graduation Kanye. Yeah, that was out of here. Like, yeah. 20, 2017 Uzi for 95 Big. Yeah, man. It's 2017 Migos. All that. We got, we got 97 talk. Mace. <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah, Dog, don't do that. that. We don't, don't do that. So. You know he deserves that. Or we could talk 2013 Drake, 2015 Drake, twenty which Drake, 2012? Man, 2010 through now Drake, because he ain't <sighs> fell off. Yo, yeah. 05 to 07 Wayne. Oh, man. I think he went in everything. We talking about yeah, Wayne? Yeah, he run? probably would. He probably he top would three. Win. Wayne got a top three run to me. You talking Yo. about a... Yo. I think from that period, from like 05 to 07, he was on like 100 charting records. His features, his musical output, his influence, his style, his sales. You talking about a run? I yeah. think Wayne, Wayne's top five. I, I, I will argue top because somebody probably tried to, you know, denounce whatever. I'll give you top five. I'm not going to lower than that. I'm not going to lower that Wayne. Like, of course, you're going to talk pop. You're going to talk big. You're going to talk J, M. You talking about Wayne and Kanye? I, I, you, listen. Wayne versus 50, I'm giving it to Wayne. 50 had a crazy run. Ooh. 50 would be 03 to 05. That would be his run. But you talking about Wayne right then. You're talking about what came after oh, Wayne. Oh, man. You, know? you got to do M. M is what? 99 to 02? Yeah. Wait, wait, and that's why I said M is automatically in there. M and Pac and Big and J. Nas. Nas would probably be 94 92, Nas. 95. <laughs> 94 Nas. <laughs> 95 Nas. 
But um, <laughs> but yeah, man, we're gonna definitely do best runs of those though. So yeah, we talk about a lot in the show. Y'all hit us up, man. Um, definitely. Super Bowl predictions. I got Patriots. Um, I got the Eagles, Eagles by ten. I got a Patriots winning. We got Swoop album. We got uh, Tragic Hero song. Xavier, Xavier Omar Sango. We got Justin Timberlake album. We got best runs in hip hop. We got CJ combos. Y'all hit us Grammy up. Combos. Grammy combos. Grammy combos. We ain't been recording a while, so we try to give y'all a longer episode. And y'all hit us up what y'all like about it and um, what y'all think about it. Y'all best runs and y'all CHH talk, Grammy talk. And just hit us up with about it. We coming back with a bang. Two songs is it. Everybody say that, but we're going to try to, really. Interview <laughs> coming soon. Trust me. Another interview coming real soon. Yep. You know, have a nice day. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Shout out to boy Sway. Um, But, um, yeah, man. Another episode of Two Tones. Tony, you got something else to say? Nah, man. We'll see y'all on the next one. Peace. We out. Peace.